Why should someone, just playing the devil's advocate here, come into work one day to their boss and say, you know, I don't identify as the, as the male sex I was born with. I now identify as a female, and that employer decides to fire them for that purpose. Do you think that an employer should have the right to do that if their performance hasn't changed? They simply perceive themselves differently? The non-religious answer is really related to the religious answer. You know, those who read the Bible see that God created them male and female in his image and likeness. And the Bible doesn't say that that sex can change. So as Christians, we believe you follow God's plan as put forth in the Bible, because when you don't, bad things will happen. That's called sin. And when we engage in sin, then we don't become the best possible version of ourselves. We become some corrupted version that never achieves the heights that God wants for us because his love is always to want what's best for us. That's the definition of love itself. It shouldn't surprise anyone that when someone doesn't identify as their own sex and they're affirmed in that behavior, that there are bad consequences that happen from that. Um, You often hear that someone who's suffering from gender dysphoria, that's when you're your mind doesn't align with your body with respect to your sex, that they have depression and mental health issues and a high suicide rate. All of that's true. But the best long-term peer-reviewed studies that we have in, in the scientific and medical communities show that if you affirm that person and they actually go through and they have a sex change operation to align their body with what's in their head, their suicide rate actually goes up and there are no long-term mental health benefits from that. So by by following society rather than following the blueprint, they actually end up in a much worse position. And in fact, the science also shows that if you don't affirm the child who's having this dysphoria and having this struggle, in 80 to 95% of the cases, they'll naturally resolve things so that their mind aligns with their, their body and they won't ever have these issues again. But if you affirm the child, of the time, they will be dealing with that dysphoria the rest of their life in one form or another. So if you want what's best for the human person, whether you're Christian or not Christian, it would not be to affirm the person who doesn't want to align body and mind. And if you think about mental health generally, there are other diseases, mental health issues that look very similar to this. Common sense tells you that we don't treat anybody else that way. If you have anorexia, you look at your body and you think that it's too fat, even though that's not the truth. Well, no one would ever tell their daughter or their sister or their friend who has anorexia, you should eat less and align your body with your mind. Or there's another mental health issue where people feel like a limb on their body doesn't belong there, and they will do almost anything to try to remove that limb. No doctor, no loving family member would ever hand them the, the saw and say, yeah, take off your arm. They would say, no, we need to deal with the underlying issues to align your mind with your body, not the other way around. Why is it that gender ideology is the only area of mental health where we get it exactly backward? So in all these instances, it's entirely within the purview of an employer to say, I think this is harmful to the individual. I think it's harmful to others in the culture. And I'm not going to do it for that basis. And all of that would be consistent with wanting what's good for the other, whether you're, you're Christian or not. Now, we know all this to be true because of our Christian beliefs and because of what the Bible tells us. But as is always the case, science and real life experience aligns with those beliefs. 